Hey everybody, how's it going tonight? First I want to start off just by saying uh, thanks for everybody sticking around and um, thanks for all the um, the reviews, the stars ratings coming in. Um, they've been looking good and so thank you guys very much for that. I really appreciate that. So um, anyways, I guess uh, today i got to talk about my last trip. Um, it was, uh, was kind of personal in some sense, but, uh, but, uh, plenty to talk about though, you know, and I, hopefully I can get this across. Like, uh, like we've talked about many, many times, you know, language kind of breaks down and this is definitely one of those trips where my experience was so mine <laughs> and so very much experience that it um it, it comes it becomes very very difficult to describe what's actually happening so <clears throat> so actually on the last few trips um i've been doing a lot of preaching um probably on the last 3 or 4 trips i've been doing a lot of preaching especially just getting started so basically when i'm going through what i call what we call the death phase um as i get right on Right as I'm getting into that phase, um, I basically I start preaching. I start end up just talking about God. You know, we're usually me and the girl usually watching nature videos and stuff like that, and I'm I'm making some comparisons. I'll be, you know, we one time we were watching these ocean scenes, and so I was saying that right there, you know, that's God's kingdom. These are all animals He's created. You know, pointing out these fish and everything like that. And so as I'm explaining them, as I'm going through, I'm doing a lot of preaching in comparison to what it says in the Bible and why it says certain things. And one of the things I've been talking about is in Revelations. Um, you know, they they talk about how Revelations, you know, a, a lot of it's a lot of it's like this horrific imagery and things like that. But you know, they're it's all written in apocalyptic language, right? So it's, sometimes it's really hard to translate. And so I'm less concentrated on that. So instead, as I'm preaching, what I'm talking about is I'm talking about how basically the world, nature being God's kingdom, and then our world that humans inhabit, this cushy, comfy lifestyle and everything like that, um, It'll lead to problems when nature comes calling, you know, when nature comes back. Um, <laughs> basically, you know, if the if the electrical grid shut down and, and computers shut down and everything like that, there's a lot of people that wouldn't know how to survive, you know. If, if um, Walmart stopped working and the food wasn't there, you know, you... There's a lot of people that wouldn't know how to get food. There's a lot of people that wouldn't know, and, and there just wouldn't be enough food out there anyways. I mean, even if people started going hunting around in their local area, they'd quickly realize they'd run out of food. You know, there's no sustainable, you know, way of getting food if you're, especially if you're living like in a big city. I mean, just imagine you're living in the middle of San Francisco, you know, and all of a sudden all the food you know 
Because so much food gets shipped in from different places around the country, around the world, you know. So if your food stops getting shipped in and you live in a massive city where all the food is going to get eaten up in one day, people are going to start starving, you know. And so I'm not saying this is what's going to happen. What I'm saying is when the writers of the Bible wrote revelations this is what they foresaw they did you know all this other stuff they they talk about dragons you know three-headed dragon you know and it it all means certain things It it was you know metaphors and apocalyptic language and everything like that but the real point is the real point is you know is is basically people are gonna starve you know nature is gonna come calling and when it does, we're not going to know how to survive in nature, you know. And and who knows how that'll happen, you know. If it's global warming or if it's, you know, a meteor comes and strikes the earth and, you know. Either way, basically, yeah, is people people don't know how to survive. So this is, this is part of what I'm preaching as I'm coming up on these last few trips. And it's what I was doing on the last trip here. I was preaching this stuff again. You know, and and you see, I was given examples of this too. You know, it's like I have a, I have a, I have two cars. I have a I have a truck, but I also have a newer uh, Kia Optima, and that Kia, I don't know how to fix that. <laughs> I can fix my truck because it's a little older and it's a little easier, and the engine's more simple, and the and the stuff inside of it's more simple. I don't know how to fix the Kia at all because it's just, it's way too complex. All the stuff that it's got underneath the hood, it's not like my you know simple cars that i've had in the past that i can fix and change out the engine easily you know nowadays modern cars you a lot of people don't know how to fix their own car you know if it breaks down (laughs) you know most people take it to the shop most people take it to a mechanic you know and so um there's a lot of people that don't know how to fix that and so what happens you know when there isn't mechanics around when they're when when the generation that knows how to fix the cars when they all die off you know then what is the younger generation going to do because if they don't know how to fix their car then their cars aren't going to get fixed so anyways stuff like this um is so so as i'm as i'm preaching this so th- like i said this is how it started off on the last trip i was preaching all this stuff now, something cool happened on this trip. Uh, I saw the patterns on the ground. I've talked about these before. And when I see them, and they're always the same. When I see them, they're the same. Um, and they're what they are is they're, they're a pattern, but they hover off of the ground probably about, probably about an inch. Probably about an inch off the ground. It's a pattern that's floating in the air off the ground. It almost looks like mist, but it's it's pretty solid. It's pretty solid. It's like mist and light, and and it makes up this pattern. And the pattern is kind of religious looking, but at the same time pretty generic. 
very neat swirls and 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 the patterns it's not like fractals you know a lot of people talk about the fractals you know that you see when you're on like lsd and sometimes on shrooms but it's not fractals at all it's completely different it's definitely more flowing more watery looking um like well in shapes the shapes are like like as if you were drawing imagine drawing like japanese waves it looks kind of like that and it's it's really hard to describe these patterns but i've seen them several times now this is another time when i see them usually when i see them good things happen <laughs> um so i saw them this time um and i was pretty floored pretty taken back you know i was laying on the ground and um the girl was messing around with the tv um obviously the girl was here trip sitting me as as usual she was sober um and so so the patterns emerge, and we're watching TV, and um, things got off a little track, a little track here, and I a little critique for the girl, you know, was, uh, she kind of directed the trip a little bit here by kind of she she ended up changing the channel, and then I ended up seeing something I didn't want to see, and we ended up having a little spat about it, not not like an argument or anything like that, but I I just basically was like, ah, this is not what I want to look at right now. And, um, you know, I had to explain that to her and, you know, it took her a second to change the channel. And by then, kind of the direction I was going kind of, you know, petered off right there because I got distracted by that. But uh, that was all right. No big deal. Um, so I'm not really sure exactly how it happened, but basically the girlfriend ended up falling asleep on the couch. Um she fell asleep and what i ended up doing and I, now i'm going to go back and i'm talking about the the previous trips as well so for the last 3 or 4 trips i've been contemplating um god right and the way that i contemplated god the way that i've been doing it now recently and lately is i've been trying to conceptualize the highest possible virtues and values I can find, combine them and like, like really lift them up. Like, right. So what do you want God to be? You want God to be very merciful, right? And so you really, really contemplate what would it mean to be an all merciful God, right? And on top of that, then you sit there and you, you know, be like, okay, well, he's merciful. He's also loving. He's also a father, you know, and you start picking these things together, these little clues of, and it's, it's things that you find in the Bible, but it's also things that, you know, you can just kind of come up with, you know, start thinking about what do you want this ultimate father figure to be, you know, and as you piece it together, one of the things that you, you add in there is you add in these understanding, you know, he understands you, um, he knows everything about you, you know, he's all seeing, so you, you add in all these attributes, and it's really, really hard to do, I can't do it sober, but I can do it when I'm on the mushrooms, is you combine them all, and you start to get this picture in your head, and it's quite fascinating how it happens, like I said, I can't do it sober, I can't do it right now, and so I can't actually describe it for you, when I do do it on the mushrooms, though, the interesting part is it eats up so much brain power because you're having to concentrate so hard on it 
this this high ideal um you know just it's it becomes overwhelming um in brain power and you can one of the things is is I am kind of leaving emotion uh, emotion out of it you know I'm I'm trying to approach it from a strictly um a strictly what would I say intellectual point of view maybe not intellectual maybe <sighs> I'm just trying to use just my brain to do it, right? And this might be kind of why this part falls short, but it worked. It worked that this on this last trip, it worked. But anyways, you um, as you're conceptualizing, basically as I'm conceptualizing it, I get to a point where I have to, like, you know, if my girlfriend's there, I have to stop talking. I have to stop looking at anything. I have to literally just go into my mind to try to maintain this image. Now, it is possible, though. It is possible to get this image in your head. And um, it's quite fascinating. It's quite fascinating. Very beautiful. It's amazing. Um, So anyways, on this last trip, what ends up happening is then girlfriend goes to sleep, and I'm concentrating on that. And... Basically, God ends up showing up, you know, um, and this time he sticks around for the rest of the night with me, um, and it's, what I ended up doing, though, and this is what you have to do, you, you end up wrestling with him, you know, this is, this is what they were talking, this is what they say in the Bible, you know, you're wrestling with God, right, this is what happened to, um, was it Jacob? Yeah, Jacob. Yeah, Jacob wrestled with God, right? And so you have to wrestle with him. It's it's really difficult because there are other entities that hang out around him, right? Because there are other ones that want to pay attention to what he's doing, you know? And there are other ones that he uses to kind of, you know, test you and wrestle with you. And, and uh, you know, you got to wrestle back with him and... Um, it's, it's hard conceptually to understand where you got to go with it because it's a mix. It's a mix of, of thinking right, feeling right. Um, you know, um, it's a mix of, you got to understand what he is wanting and what he's not wanting. And you got to feel it. You got to feel whether you're you know, going in the right direction or whether you're not. And it happens like pretty fast and you can really feel if you're doing it wrong and you'll really feel if you're doing it right. Um, you know, uh, it's quite painful, (laughs) um, but painful in a, in a good way. It, It is like, it is like going to the gym and working out. It is like wrestling with somebody for real. It's exhausting. It is, mentally tiring you're trying to figure out what you're doing and you're feeling it and like at one point in time i was just on the ground in um like a a, like a praying position basically i'm like on my knees i'm like bent over with my head touching the ground and everything like that and i'm like holding my hands together and (laughs) i mean it is an end intense intense experience um or at least it was for me and you know i mean 
I haven't heard too many other people talk about these kind of ex- an experience like this, um, but uh, it's quite fascinating. Um, so, uh, what, what we're talking about with the whole testing and everything like that. So, one one thing is you don't what you don't want to do. I'll give you some some pointers here. You don't want to fight with him, right? There's a difference between between wrestling with God and fighting with God. If you're fighting with God, then it's no good. It's no good. You'll quickly just go downhill and it's just gonna it's just gonna be nasty and horrible. But if you're what you're when you're wrestling with God, it's almost like you're having a heated conversation debate be about what you want and what he wants and what's the right thing to do and what's the wrong thing to do and where there's leniency and where there's not leniency where there's mercy and where there's not mercy you know how responsible you are and how responsible he is because there's all sorts of like mixing back and forth you know you gotta you gotta ask him you know questions and he asks you questions and and he'll test you you know he'll put something forward he'll let satan come and kind of slip in there and pretend that he's god and then you have to immediately recognize that no 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 i don't want to wrestle with satan get him the fuck out of here i'm wrestling with god you know and you have to you have to be very um you have to be very what's the word you got to put your foot down, you know. When 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 Satan comes, you know, and he tries to slip in there, you know, you you just have to tell him to fuck off. You just have to tell him, "No, this is between me and God. Me and God are wrestling right now." Um, you know, and that's God testing you because that comes from God too. God's letting that happen real quick. He's he's letting it happen to see if you know the difference. He's he he wants to know. God wants to know if you know the difference between him and Satan. Because the difference sometimes is hard to see, you know. And but you will know. Like it's when you're when you're wrestling with God, part of what you're doing is you're testing him and he's testing you when you test him when you test the spirits any spirit that comes you can test you can test any spirit that comes all you have to do is ask them the right questions and realize you know what their answers mean and if you're paying attention if you're really paying attention you'll know what the spirits like if they are who they say they are or if they aren't who they say they are because you know if if they say, you know, I'm this per, or if they, if someone, if something comes along, a spirit comes along and says that they're God, then they should know everything. They should be, you know, and then because you, you already conceptualized him, right? This is part of the earlier part of the trip. You've conceptualized what God is. You've conceptualized that He's merciful and understanding. He's, you know, He's. He's a father figure. You've put all these things together. So you have this picture and you use that picture, that map, you know, that you've created of who this person is. And when something else steps up and tries to say that they are them, you know, you can challenge them. You can challenge them and say, no, you're not them. And this is why, you know, and it works. And then you tell them to fuck off and they do. They fuck off 
they go away and then it's just you and God and there's like there's certain balancing aspects that you got to get right you got to you know you have the appropriate amount of belief you know and you and the appropriate amount of skepticism and it's so hard to balance you know it's so hard because you just want to sometimes you want to keep testing when really what you're supposed to be doing is you're supposed to be believing you know you're supposed to be having some faith you know and then there are other times where you know the faith and the believing needs to be kind of cold back a little so you can test again so you can start questioning again you know and you have to feel your way around it it's not easy not easy by any stretch of the imagination and this ended up uh this trip the wrestling with with god ended up going on for eons i mean eons like i was literally here like in i was on the ground and i was just it was way more than four hours like it was just hours and hours and hours and um actually it ended up going on until the sun came up now okay okay there was there was um i'm sorry i kind of forgot about this and i need to add this in this will be the this will be the rest of the trip here let's take a quick break i'll come back and i'll finish up with the end of it and um then tell you where we're going on from from here and everything like that so there's a little bit more um and uh i'll be right back So, you know, one of the things that God ends up talking about sometimes, like while I'm wrestling with him, only in very small amounts, but he does mention, you know, that basically miracles are coming. Um, now, I don't really know. He He's not specific uh, to time or place or anything like that. He's just saying you know miracles are coming you know what i mean and it's really interesting it's this is part of the wrestling with him is is he says things like that and you really you have to balance out that questioning versus faith it's like you know you, you say miracles are coming like i you know how am i going to know what they are and you know how obvious are they going to be to everybody are they just going to be obvious to me are they going to be obvious to everyone uh, you know you you have all these questions you know time place how big is this or is this going to be like real magic or is it just going to be something that people can still question you know and um it's hard it's hard it's hard and then you sit there and you wonder you know is this in this is a part of the questioning you wonder if it's satan trying to tell you you know put false hope in you and then like nothing happens and then you know you lose faith because of that so it's really hard it's this incredible balance balancing act um the wrestling match you know so anyways the the night ended up ending with um well 
Well, first of all, the night lasted way longer than obviously normal time. Like, I mean, it lasted... For me, the experience was way, way longer than normal time. It, it was extreme, the amount of time that passed, like, in this night. Um, we know the mushrooms do this, though. So, <laughs> I mean, I guess nothing unexpected. Um, so, the... The girl, actually, the girl was asleep. Um, basically, she was asleep the whole time. She she had fallen asleep on the couch. And as I'm wrestling with God, every once in a while, and I, I believe this was mostly Satan, um, would try to distract me by men, you know, by either mentioning her, or I had to be careful not to wake her. Um, you know, I I kept telling, I told I told them, I told God and and Satan. I said I said leave her out of this. You know, leave her sleeping. It's between you and me. You know, and um, so it, it's interesting. It's not they didn't say anything. Like nobody said anything bad about her. You know, it it, it was more like a distracting thing. Like they were trying to get me to look away. You know, like oh don't you know. Don't pay attention to that, like us, you know, whatever we're saying now. She's over there, real quick, you know what I mean? And it's like, no, 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 we're talking, you know, <laughs> you know, like you guys are saying something, you know what I mean? And I have, I have my retorts and my questions, and so we're gonna go through it. And <clears throat> but, anyways, the end of the night. So, um, the end of the, oh. At one point in time, I forgot about this. At one point in time, uh, I I was hurting so bad, laying on the ground and everything that I I got up and I went and I tried laying in the bed, and um, uh, the lights were off and everything like that. And it was just I still had so much activity going on, and I was basically still wrestling with god even though i was trying to tone it down even though i was trying to bring it back in and trying to be like okay we got to come to an end here we got to come to a conclusion and i'm thinking that in my head and i'm trying to get it to come down it was so hard to actually get it to come down and so anyways i basically i came back out in the living room for a little bit longer and then finally god was kind of trying to ease me back you know trying he was giving me like really encouraging you know like yeah you you did pretty good you know what i mean just like you're okay you know like don't worry about it you know you're fine you're fine you know things like that he's trying to trying to just relax me and trying to um you know i was so exhausted um now, it was interesting, um, for like a week after, my arm hurt really bad, like my shoulder and my arm felt like horrible, like it felt like my shoulder had like been dislocated, like maybe not quite that extreme, but but basically my shoulder and my arms hurt really, really bad. Now, the interesting thing was, you know, I, I'm saying I'm wrestling with God and I was, I'm not flopping around on the floor or anything like that, you know. I'm mostly holding still. Most of the wrestling is going on in my mind. Most of the wrestling is, you know, my body feels it, but, you know, it's it's basically it's a mental war or a spiritual war. You know, your spirit is fighting it, your emotions are in there, and then so is your mind. Your mind's controlling, you know, what to ask, you know, um, what to say, 
you know, when to listen, when not to listen, and so anyways, very, it is painful bodily, but you're not actually writhing around the ground, you're not flip-flopping around or anything like that, you're not, not rolling around, I was holding still, you know, I'd, I'd move around a little bit to get more comfortable, you know, if I'd been laying on my back for too long, or if I was laying on my front for too long, or something like that, for the most part, I was holding still, anyways, so, like I said, God kind of encouraged me to get up, and he encouraged me to go outside. We, um, I, I put on a jacket. It was freezing cold. It was freezing cold. But, go outside, and basically the sun was coming up. And it was like, just the, you know, just basically as the sky is starting to get lighter. And so, me and God uh, sat there and just watched the sunrise you know and it was it was very it was at that point in time you know it's like where god's going away that's that you know that's the moment where he's he's slowly going away but we're you know he's still there obviously he can still hear you obviously he you know he can hear you all the time but you know you have this um sense that the the wrestling match really is completely over now and now he's just giving you some encouragement he's giving you some or at least he was giving me this he was giving me some encouragement he was giving me some um just hey you're doing good just keep going blah 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 and and so yeah basically i stood out there and um you know as the sun rose for maybe a half an hour it was, it was freezing cold <laughs> like i said i had my, had my jacket on um but um, you know, by the end of it, you know, I was, I was exhausted. My eyes were burning. My head was aching. It wasn't like a headache. It was more like a, like you're mentally exhausted. Your body's exhausted. Your, your mind is exhausted. You know, your spirit's exhausted as well. You know, it's just like you've really taken it, you know, and really tested it. You know what I mean? Really pushed it up against it, you know? And, and obviously you find yourself incredibly lacking. I mean, you know, the 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 wrestling match is obviously, you know, nothing for God. He he knows, you know, obviously how it's all gonna turn out already before he even starts the match, but you know but it is neat, you know, to get that experience, you know. So one thing, you know, and I d I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but I don't know of many people that have talked about this, you know, about an experience like this where you're you're really, really pushing it, you know, you're really wrestling with him, you know. Um I've I haven't heard many experiences like this. I haven't heard many trips like this, you know. Part of it is holding on to like because you're playing around in such a high dimension, you know. Um it's not scary at all. You know, if anything pops up that's scary, you know, that's obviously Satan and you just tell it to fuck off and then it just goes away, you know, and so you're, you're holding on to these concepts, these high concepts of, you know, heaven, you know, like what people want, you know what I mean, what God wants from people, you know, and um, it's a very, you know, very hard place to maintain yourself. You know, it's not an easy place 
to stay because you have to do that too. See, it, it's this incredible balancing act. It's 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 like trying to balance on the tip of a needle. It really is. It's uh, it's not easy. It takes everything you have. It takes everything that you've learned throughout all, everything I've learned throughout all the trips. It came into play, you know. It's like controlling your emotions, but also letting your emotions go, so you can feel where they're at. You know, to, uh, having high concepts, realizing how much in control you are, you know, and then also surrendering to how much control God has. And so, it's this. It, it really is tip of the needle. That's where you're trying to stand, and uh, it's not easy. Not easy. But it's, it's an experience. It's one hell of an experience. You know, if nothing else, if you don't believe that this stuff is real, that's fine. That is fine. You don't have to believe this is real at all. You can absolutely think this is a mental, um, is it a mental exercise? Think of it like that. If you want to think of that like that, if you're an atheist or something like that, but I still think you should try to do something like this if you can. If you think you can do it. You, this is what the experience itself that you end up feeling is way grander than than anything that I can describe to you than any way I can put it you know it's it's just it's it's just amazing i mean it's just an absolutely amazing very hard though it's not easy it's not easy and um I find it fun, but uh you know I mean if you don't like feeling like that or if you aren't willing to feel like that to get the rewards out of it then you know uh maybe it's not for you so this is this is why we sometimes you know a lot of people say you know mushrooms aren't for everybody some of these drugs just aren't for everybody you know i keep telling i keep talking to my girlfriend about there's a story that terrence mckenna says where he would give dmt to some people they would have they would, you know, they they'd act, they'd act exactly as you would expect them to act. They'd they'd pass out. Um, they'd be gone for fifteen minutes. They'd come back with the bewilderment on their face, a sense of awe, or whatever on their face, face, and then they would say, they'd tell Terrence that they didn't see anything, and they don't want to ever uh, see, hear, or talk to Terrence again. <laughs> like basically telling them to fuck off, you know what I mean? And um I don't know, the the way that Terrence says it, you get the the feeling, you know, Ter- Terrence is basically implying, you know, that you know, these people um had a some sort of fear over them or something like that, you know, coming back like they don't have a clue what happened and it was just way too much for their psyche way too much for their their head to comprehend or get around that <coughs> sorry excuse me um i think they i think they have the normal trip these people this is why i've been ta- talking to the girl about it i tell i tell her i think that these people had a regular trip and they just the implications of what they see is too much for them to handle. They can't 
bring it back into their real life because it'd just be it's just too life destroy destroying you know like your life if you are really caught up in this world if you really are you know if you're into money if you're into you know corporate lifestyle or something like that this stuff is 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 shattering because there's there are so many times in these glimpses I've had of basically a world without money it's so easy it's such an easy vision to have like anybody could have this vision it's so easy just to imagine a world without money you know um this is one of the things this is why i think jesus so often in the bible talks about uh, about um it, basically money is money is the root of all evil paul actually is the one who said that but but jesus basically refers to that throughout the entire time you know um i mean him and his disciples they did not work for money or anything like that they worked just when they went out and they preached and everything they just got food you know that's that's what it was they they didn't they didn't need money or anything like that um and so they just lived off of you know the food that was provided to them by the people they were preaching to and so anyways it's it's an easy it's an easy vision to have all you have to do is just think about it for just a little bit on mushrooms. Just just think about it just for a little bit and you can easily see how the whole world could exist without money, you know, and everybody could have more than what they have now, you know. <clears throat> so, anyways, there's a couple things like that that, you know, I think, I think with the mushrooms you can go wherever you want to go they're just tools they're tools and they're tools that connect you to what i call the spirit realm but you know you can call it the realm of ideas or you can just call it the psyche if you want to you can call it inside of your head whatever you want to call it right but the mushrooms bring you to a place and it's a place of basically infinite possibilities and infinite um well yeah infinite worlds how's that infinite worlds you know and you can imagine these and so if it's just in your head you know you can imagine just amazing worlds that exist out there and the choice that you have the choice that you're presented with and i think this is what's going to happen when you die is you are going to get to choose where you want to go. You are going to get to choose, you know. And the warning here is, and this is what the mushrooms teach you, the warning is be careful where you think you want to go because you can quickly find yourself in a place that you don't really want to be in, even though you thought you wanted to be there in the first place. But as you continue to think about it, you know, as you as you actually arrive there, in that place, in that in that imaginary world, when you're on mushrooms, when you start to end up there in that place, and you start to see it, and you start to feel the consequences of actually going there, then you're gonna realize, you know, oh shit, I need to turn around. <laughs> you know what I mean? I need to go somewhere else. I need to go somewhere better. <coughs> so the whole idea. 
of it is is what I th- this is what I think you should be doing on mushrooms, and this is what I I try to do myself is try to aim high, try to imagine a high world, try to imagine a high place, try to go there, try to go to a magical, you know, wonderful, miracle-filled world, you know, and so the more that you learn to control your thoughts and your minds and your emotion while you're on the trip, on the trip, while you're on the mushrooms, you know, the further you're going to be able to go and the higher and the more majestical and magical the places are going to be. And so, like right now, um, one of the consequences, you know, we've talked about this many times before, one of the consequences of doing mushrooms is your vivid dreams. You start to dream. And I talked to my sister about this recently because my sister, she's taken a few mushrooms now. You know, she's had a handful of trips. And... She's talked to she she told told me her dreams have become more vivid, you know. They're still dreams and they still fade over time and and I'm not going to lie most of my dreams still fade too, but mostly cuz there's just too much going on. But your dreams become so vivid and strong and detailed and the world's become so much bigger and so much more magical. And right now, I mean, at this point in time, well, probably, probably about just a few days after that last trip, I was having probably five or six dreams a night and probably, probably for a good four nights in a row. And I'm still having, you know, probably three dreams a night. Last night, actually, I had like one really, really super vivid dream, but Anyways, the these dreams are I mean some of these worlds are just amazing, you know? Like one one of the worlds that I that I I've been going to in my dreams is a very Peter Pan like world. It, it isn't it isn't Neverland. It isn't actually Peter Pan Neverland. But there is pirates and there is Native American um like Indians on islands. And then there's tons of like just magical things going on, just um, ruins and with uh, with like magical creatures that uh, and and gold and treasures and and things like that and um, and they're just they're just playgrounds. It's crazy. It's crazy how some of these dreams are just absolute playgrounds. Um, when I go to that world, it literally is just me just having fun, you know, like just sailing around on a pirate ship or, you know, just <laughs> playing with these Native Americans, you know, and uh, and running through the woods and flying through the sky and swimming in the ocean and, and just picking up treasure and, you know, fighting off some ancient curse you know that's uh you know that's tied to the treasure or whatever or something like that and anyways these places are crazy and um so anyways <clears throat> like i said that's what i think you guys should be doing if if you are on the mushrooms 
especially if you've been doing it for a little while, you know, if you're still starting off, you know, stick to what I've said in the, in, in my previous episodes, it's like stick to realizing where you're at, learning how to sail, learn how to sail that ship of, of yourself in the spirit realm, you know, learn how to move about there, learn how you can go up down left right forward back you know how by adjusting your emotions towards love or adjusting your emotions towards fear can have great consequences you know what i mean and so if you can work on it if you can work on controlling that ship man you can find some amazing things find some absolutely amazing things absolutely amazing places amazing people you know, and, um, so it's an adventure, (laughs) I guess. I don't know. I don't know how else to describe it. You know, these, I'm getting to a point where I don't know how much more I can talk about the mushrooms because the places where I'm at now start to become indescribable. You know, I've, I've done the best I can, you know, to describe this wrestling with God type thing, but it just, it, you know, it, it it pales, it pales so much in comparison to how the actual experience is. And, you know, if you haven't taken the mushrooms before, you, listening to this is just like, you, you have no idea what I'm talking about. No idea. You know, um, I'm literally talking in metaphors. I'm literally, the, the entire conversation, everything I'm talking about, when I say wrestling with God, You know, that's a metaphor and you have to know that secret language. And the only way you can know that secret language is to experience it by taking the mushrooms. You know, you have to take the mushrooms or DMT and you have to realize that what's going on, this experience is indescribable. It's absolutely indescribable. And so the only thing that you can do, the only way that you can actually describe these experiences is by using metaphors, you know, wrestling with God, okay? So you have to sit there and you have to think, what does it mean to wrestle with somebody? And if you've done it before, you know, it's not fighting them, right? You're not fighting the person. You're If you're sparring on a mat, you know, and you're trying to learn each other's moves and you're trying to figure out how to do your own moves and you're trying to figure out how to move around and he's trying to figure out you know what can you do you know and god's obviously the biggest baddest wrestler around (laughs) you know what i mean and so and it's hard and you sit there and you say god you know and it's it's one of those things where you gotta you gotta struggle what does that actually mean you know what i mean (laughs) nobody knows you know you, you sit there and you get on these... I'm on Facebook now a lot. Uh, I've kind of steered away from the um, Discord. I'm starting to move over more towards Facebook because the Facebook groups are a little bit wider of a net, you know? It's like there's a lot more variance in what people believe. And so, anyways, there's a lot of people that use the word God and just have no clue at all what it means you know they just think it's just some bearded you know daddy in the sky you know what i mean just in the worst way not in the good way but you know if you've if you've caught the glimpses of the divine if you've if you've caught these little moments 
you know, you follow the clues, you know, that's what he does, he, he lays out these clues for you, when you're taking the mushrooms, there's little clues that are laid around, like breadcrumbs, and if you follow them, if you follow them, and you just make sure you're going in the right direction, because, you know, there are, there are crumbs that go all over the sorts of different ways, you know, left by different you know, things, the other entities that, you know, don't want you to get to God, you know, but if you, if you pay attention and you're looking at which way you're going and you're, you figured out which crumbs he leaves behind, you know, you can follow the clues and they'll lead and they'll point you right in the right direction. It's quite insane. You know what I mean? And if you want to consider this, like I said, if you want to just consider this a mental exercise or a psychological exercise, you can do that. You can absolutely do that, you know. And, um, you know, eventually, eventually the easiest way to get past certain barriers, though, are to just kind of just say they're real. You know, there will be barriers. You know, there will be gates there will be doors that you'll have to go through, you know, and just if you're going through the right doors, you know what I mean? And some doors require certain keys, you know, and there's certain like some of the keys are faith, you know, it's like I've got to have faith to open this door. And if you do, then the door will open, you know, and then there'll be other doors that will have like a riddle attached to them, you know, and you'll come up to it and you'll have to figure out what it means. You know, there'll be like some sort of writing around it or something like that. And you'll have to figure out, okay, what do I need to do to open this door? And if you figure it out, you know, you get one step closer, you know, I'd say avoid uh, (laughs) a... If we're going to continue along this metaphor real quick, I'd say avoid the doors that seem too good to be true, you know, avoid those doors that's just like, here's the easy way, here's the easy route, you're going to open up and you're going to come across something you don't want to come across, so um, I I do think I have opened uh, one or two doors maybe that uh, could have been avoided, Um, I'm not really for sure, but I kind of see these little signs in my life, you know, where I'm like, Mm, I think I think somewhere along the way I opened up one wrong door or two wrong doors. I'm not for sure. So anyways, be careful out there, you know what I mean? Pay attention. Um, I think this is where we're going. I think this is where, um, you know, Terrence McKenna talked about, you know, what the future of, like, humankind is gonna be like, you know, and people talk about this whole, you know, 5D Earth or whatever or something like that, that's, that's, for the most part, that's garbage, they don't understand what they're talking about, this is part of the metaphors, there's a lot of people that hear the metaphor, but they don't understand it, you know, that Jesus talked about this in the Bible, you know, it's like, you know, I'm telling you these things, but you're not paying attention, you're not listening, you're not understanding what I'm talking about, you know, and I think there's a lot of people out there, a lot of spiritual people, a lot of new age people, who they hear the metaphors, they hear what people are talking about, and they like it, but they don't understand what it means. They don't understand what it means, like, in-depthly, you know, like, in your heart, you know, like, uh, like, what it actually... I told my girlfriend this, and this is one thing I, I think is true. 
as I was contemplating God one time and I was I was preaching about it, I was saying, you guys don't actually want God to show up here. You guys don't actually want God, the real God, to plant his feet down on earth. Because when he does, there's a lot of people that are going to really suffer. Really, really suffer because they're going to fight him. Because he's gonna, he's gonna say things like, "You guys don't need money," like that is garbage. That is like, literally, like a joke. You know what I mean? It's like, money is absolutely something that shouldn't exist. And the fact that you guys hold on to money is what's going to kill some of you. You know, some people are literally not gonna know how to survive without money. You know, their whole life is based around money. And if when nature comes calling, when God comes calling, you know, when he comes and tries to, and when he balances the earth back, money is not going to have any value at all, you know. And so it's one of, it's, it's one of those things. It's like there's a lot of people, you don't want God to really come back. You think you do, you know, but you don't. So this is this is what it is. This is those metaphors, you know. If you're paying attention, you know, my metaphors are getting really really a lot stronger and they have to because, you know, words break down. I've, you know, I can't describe it any other way without being more accurate. You know, anything else I can do is is going to be less accurate. You know, if I try to describe it to you in a physical sense or in a, you know, I, it's, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. I've got to say things like I'm wrestling with God, you know, it sounds ridiculous. And if you haven't taken the mushrooms and you haven't moved into that space, it's going to sound ridiculous. It's going to sound like you're fucking crazy. You know what I mean? And, you know, if you're scared about that, you know, you just... You gotta put your foot down and and choose a path that you want to go down, you know? And is your path that you want to go down, do you want to go down this magical journey? Yeah, this magical mushroom trip journey and and see see what's out there, you know? And, And I'm telling you, if you do, you know, the further you get along the trail, the more and more crazier it's gonna get, but the more and more I don't know the more and more you're going to find it to be where you want to be so yeah something like that I don't know it's hard it is hard man it is like Jesus said it's like it's like walking a razor's edge it's like thin it's just razor thin you're walking on a razor trying to trying to get somewhere requires so much effort so much balance you know but anyways hope this came across hope you guys understand what i'm talking about i hope some of you are getting it hope some of you guys can uh understand what i'm saying one of the reasons you know i talked to the girlfriend about this because she doesn't she doesn't quite sometimes agree with me talking about the mushrooms as often as I do, because I, I talk to so many people about them online and everything like that, 
And what what I'm really trying to do with this podcast and now, well now, when I started out, I was I started out just kind of trying to remember my own trips, but but now what I'm really trying to do, I'm really trying to help some other people that want to try to go down this journey, you know what I mean? I want to help them. I want to help them go further, quicker, you know, not have to struggle through all the stuff that I've gone through, you know what I mean? Because, I mean, shoot, we're we're sitting on 65, 70 trips probably now for me. Um, and that's just in the last, what, year and a half, two years? Um, less, though, less than two years, I guess. So, yeah, so... You know, there's there's been a specific amount of time and I've done so many trips and the question is, you know, is it's like if I tell people, you know, the things that I've found, maybe when they go through it, they can see what I'm talking about and they can avoid some of the pitfalls that I've gone through and maybe they can also see the direction that I've gone down, decide whether they want to go down it or not, you know. You can go any direction you want to go, you know. There's, like I said, just an infinite amount of worlds that you can go and visit. And um, so if, you, if you're paying attention and you learn how to steer, <laughs> you know what I mean? This is the place that I've been, and this is how I got there. And so now you guys know. And so, you know, see where you want to go, you know imagine you know where you want to go so and uh i think if you if you hold on you know put your feet down firm you know and and put your head down walk forward you know i think you'll make it there i think uh i think everybody will make it there eventually so you just gotta have a little a little bit of knowledge a little bit of humility a little bit of faith (laughs) so anyways all right guys i'm gonna leave it off there um, hope this wasn't too heavy. This is a, I guess this is a pretty heavy one, but anyways, thanks guys very much. You guys have a good night.